You don't know because you lost your bones. You lost everything you had. Um, his balls wasn't feeling right. I mean, it's worth it to not get caught from murder. Anyway, skill horses uh, do not mesh with um, khaki pants. See, so these are where the questions come from. This yeah. is where it stems from. This is what makes it fun. Welcome back to Creepy Campfire, your source for all things strange, the unexplainable, the infamous, and the mysterious. Here are your hosts, Jordan and Ryan. Thank God we finally got all that gravy and marshmallow out of his fur. <laughs> that is a terrible combination. Uh, we really got to figure out what to feed Squatch. Everything we do, he makes a mess out of. We still, no, no, no it's, we still love you, Barney. Like, we just got to figure out how to keep you clean while still enjoying this campfire food goodness. Mm-hmm. We got plenty of swimming to do. You know, we got plenty of hot dogs. We'll just, we'll just, just straight hot dog it. Yeah, we don't even need to cook them. You can just. <laughs> Go to town, buddy. Just go to town. All right. Hey, everybody. Um, we're, we're still, we're getting a little smellier by the episode, but we're still in Yellowstone. Or not Yellowstone. Yeah. Yo- <laughs> we're, we're still in Yosemite. <laughs> we're somewhere. We're in Yosemite. Um, still camping, still telling scary stories by the campfire. Like I said, we finally got squash cleaned off. Now we're huddling up, getting dry by the fire. I think we're going to make some hot dogs for lunch now. I think we got some more scary stories for you. If you're just now joining us, we're in a little bit of a we're in a, a series. Uh, it's our first actual series. Um, Jordan, who is here with me now, recording this, is Hi, actually guys. at the moment probably on Small World for the fifteenth time in Disney World. I would not go on that once. I love Small World in Disneyland. I know you do, and I don't understand it. <laughs> for, well, see, I like it in, in for the ride because I think we should all accept everybody for their differences and i like celebrating culture you uncultured swine okay <laughs> and and secondly my face why don't you for for strategic purposes because when you're in disneyland and i don't know how it is in disney world but in disneyland and it is just hot and you're like good god can i just get a break from this heat small world is a long ride it is indoors which means air conditioned and you're on water you have two very good points there i will say but it almost feels like I'm hopping into one of those old Christmas movies. Oh, like like the Rudolph yeah, era? Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. just like kind of everything about it to me. And I'm just like... I mean... It's mostly the singing. It's I'm, mostly just the repetitive... The repetition of that song. That I just... It drives me up the wall and I feel trapped well, in lo- a little boat. Well, luckily around here you just have nature and Squatch to listen to. Thank God. <laughs> and... This scary story I have for oh, you. No. Okay. You like that little segue yeah, I did there? You said you got a good one, so you know. It's... I I gotta start with some heat because you you've been kicking my butt the past couple episodes. So, but anyway, I don't even know if I got that full circle. So Jordan is not technically here right now at this time the episode is published. So we've recorded these in advance. Um, we normally have one specific topic that we go in on. Um, we try to find some loosely scientific aspects to it. I say loosely. With the, it is as loose as loose can be. Um, well, I mean, because we're also looking at supernatural stuff, right? So. so we're looking at everything paranormal, but we like to take a big to- uh, one topic and deep dive on it. Whereas this one, we're just trying to find some fun, spooky stories to tell around the campfire. Laugh at them a little bit. Maybe, yeah, maybe get a little scared. Yeah, you know, if they're not too scary, we may poke a little fun at them. If they are, then we're like, oh, that one, that one got me. But we're gonna start this one off with me. <clears throat> me. Me. Oh, just you. Okay, just I thought, me. I that was the name of the story. No, 
I used to work in a small office, about 60 people at max capacity. It had a security guard on duty 24-7. One night, I had to stay very late by myself and because I had to leave the next day really early, so I needed to catch up on my workload so I wouldn't be behind. All of my other coworkers were gone by around 10 p.m. The cleaning crew came in, and now it's just me and the security guard. The place is dark, but I'm not at all frightened because I'm not scared of most things, like the dark and ghosts. Plus, the security guard was there, and he's a really nice dude, and we're in a safe neighborhood. The security guards are required to make rounds every couple of hours just to make sure things are fine. Sometimes they say something to us. Most times they don't. Tonight, nice guy security guy stops by my cubicle and asks, Everything all right? Big friendly grin on his face, per usual. All good here, thanks. I got back to work. Twenty minutes later, he's back again. Big grin. Everything all right? Yep, nothing yet. And twenty minutes later, he's back. Big grin. At this point, I'm a little creeped out. There's no need for him to come by this frequently. In fact, it's kind of disruptive. I also notice that the way he interacts with me is always exactly the same as if we're on a time loop. Same big grin, same intonation, same rhythm of speech. Not only that, I notice that he whistles the same thing around the same time, so if I turn off the music on my headphones, I can hear this whistle coming closer before he asks, Everything alright? It's around midnight and I'm totally freaked out. I try to rationalize this with myself because I have to get this work done. I'm rushing through my work. I keep hearing this whistling behind me. Surely he won't come back again. Everything alright? At this point I'm freaked out because I no longer trust this guy. I feel so safe around. I'm a young woman in her mid-twenties. Security guard's a dude in his fifties-ish if I had to guess. I couldn't finish everything. But I wrote an email to my supervisor saying that the security guard was acting very strange, and I don't feel safe. I shut everything down and try to rush to the exit. I don't run in the security guard, and just as I'm feeling free and clear, I hear, Bye now, behind me. He's standing there in the dark hallway, big grin, just standing there and watching. I mumble something and sprint to my car. The next day I rush to my supervisor and try to explain what happened the night before. In the light of day, it kind of felt like I might have overreacted. Or maybe my mind was playing tricks on me. Turns out the dude just disappeared. He was missing. I'm pretty sure they still haven't found him to this day. The security guard company just kind of dismissed it, like some flaky guy who quit for no reason and just didn't seem to push it too much. He must have been suffering from some kind of mental issue or something, but up until that night, he was just super nice, trustworthy, reliable security guard that everybody loved. It also felt like some kind of weird paranormal thing because it felt like something had been taken over inside him. Hmm. Everything all right? That's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's creepy. Okay. <laughs> so he didn't actually work for the security company anymore? He's just like... A- you know, he, he did. He just bounced. Like, after that night, no one heard from this dude again. Hmm. Like, the job had no clue where he went. No one heard. Oh, this is after, after that after said night? Oh, but, my God. Yeah. Okay. yeah. yeah. Creepy, dude. Yeah? That, that one tickle your fancy a little bit? More so, yeah. All right, That's all good. right. We got a win. We got a yeah. win on the board. Yeah, yeah. Squatch is... Oh, like that, too? Barney's feeling it. Barney's feeling it. Okay. All right, we're just going to jump right into the next one, then. All right. Okay. This one is called... Um... I hate it when my brother Charlie has to go away. Oh, man. This already gives me a bad feeling. <laughs> I hate it 
when my brother Charlie has to go away. My parents constantly try to explain to me how sick he is. That I'm lucky for having a brain where all the chemicals flow properly to their destinations like undammed rivers. When I complain about how bored I am with a little, without a little brother to play with, they try to make me feel bad by pointing out that his boredom likely far surpasses mine, considering his confined to a dark room in an institution. I always beg for them to give him one last chance. Of course, they did it first. Charlie has been back home several times, 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 each shorter in duration than the last. Every time without fail, it starts again. The neighborhood cats with gouged out eyes showing up in his toy chest. My dad's razors found dropped on the baby slide in the park across the street. Mom's vitamins replaced by bits of dishwasher tablets. My parents are hesitant now, using last chances sparingly. They say his disorder makes him charming, makes it easy for him to fake normalcy and to trick the doctors who care for him into thinking he's ready for rehabilitation. That I'll just have to put up with my boredom if that means staying safe from him. I hate it when Charlie has to go away. It makes me have to pretend to be good until he's back. Oh! <laughs> oh. Another, another very well done punchline. No, that was, that. we don't even have to ask. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. Oh, I didn't expect that one. That they, one that was a good turn. They threw some creepies in there. That was that was a good turn. Some good creepies, especially with like the little picture of like the Damien looking child uh, on there. Uh, <laughs> uh, you, you, t- real, you had a really weird experience with that movie, right? Yeah, I think I've told it on here, have I? On here? I don't know. I think you just told me. I don't know. In case I haven't, in case there's any new listeners that haven't worked through the backlog, I can't remember if I've told this story on here or not, but uh, I'm pretty sure I have. But anyway, I'll keep it qu- quick in case I did. I was... I don't watch scary movies. I know we have this podcast. The uh, the idea of all these things I like, but I don't like being scared. There's enough negativity in, like that I've had in my life. I don't need to add that by choosing to watch a scary movie. But my best friend Nate, who has been on here before, um, he would like that's his thing is scary movies. So every now and then he'd like friend force me into watching scary movie and and <laughs> friend force friend force when you're like okay all right i guess i'll whatever sure if that's really what you got to do right now but we were going through and i was trying to like beat him to the punch before he picked one that i knew was really scary and i was like maybe if i find an older one then i won't be quite so scared by it so oh, there was, was your pick yeah it was my pick oh, so there was the omen on on netflix and i was like hey i was like have you ever seen the omen he's like no and i'm like dude it's like one of the biggest like scary movie classics there ever is like mm-hmm. but on the omen so he did and we're watching the movie and we get to this the part where um he's having his damien the boy is having his birthday party and his uh his babysitter is like standing on the ledge of the house and she's like calling out to him and she jumps and hangs herself and then right when it when she jumps and hangs herself it like back buffers back and like instantly clips to this really weird face he's got on the merry-go-round at the birthday party but it's not like it was part of the movie it was like the beginning of the birthday party there was was a clip shown so like you get to the hanging and it clips back to that really weird face that he gives and we're like that's weird netflix has never done that before just where it's like jump skipping so then we just fast forward a little bit to back to where we were let it play about 15 minutes later it stops goes back to that same face really weird creepy face on the merry-go-round 
And we're like, all right, this is getting a little weird. So we'll give it one more chance. Fast forward back we were. Let it play. Another 15 minutes go. And it goes back to that dang face on the merry-go-round. And I'm like, nope, I'm done. 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 I haven't even seen this movie, but I know the one scene in particular, not the merry-go-round, but the where the nurse jumps off or whatever. And just like maybe that first time, if I would have experienced that, and like it going back to I can only assume a creepy little boy's face, I would have been like, uh-uh. Uh-uh. Like, it was weird enough, but I'm like, it's electronics. Like, they glitch. But to glitch three times at pretty even intervals. On a streaming service. Yeah, on a streaming service like that, and... It wasn't like it was just freezing. It was specifically going back to a certain frame. And you haven't watched it since? No. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. No more omen for me. It's a sign. All right. I'm up to bat. Okay. Oh, hold on. Jordan, get the get the graham crackers away from him. We just cleaned his beard out. We can't have crumbs in his... He just wants more s'mores. We'll, we'll make him at the end of this. Go ahead and start the fire up. So this person... Heard this story from their mom regarding their oldest brother, who's 12 years older than them. At the time of the story, he thinks he was about four years old. Apparently, he had some sort, he's talking about his brother, apparently, he had some sort of problem that young kids could have where they would stop breathing during the night or something like that. Real scary stuff. So he slept on a blanket that would beep if he stopped breathing. But my mom would still pull all nighters to make sure he was breathing properly and didn't die in his sleep. So one particular night, she was extra tired and dozed off next to his bed. She woke up during the night. My brother was completely pale and motionless, with no beeping from the blanket. She panics out and starts shaking him and trying to get him to breathe. And according to her, he looked very much dead, cold and limp. Now, I don't know how long this actually took, panic and time perception affecting things, but Mom maintains to this day that he had not been breathing for a good 10 to 15 minutes during the 911 call and up just until the paramedics arrived. All of a sudden, he just comes back, starts coughing, catches his breath, and pretty much comes back to life. Paramedics arrived shortly thereafter, and since Mom was all hysterical, they needed her to, needed to keep her outside of his room because her panic caused him to panic. She eventually calms down and listens to the paramedics calming my brother down and chit-chatting. They wanted to lighten the mood and said something on the lines of, Oh, you really scared your mom there with that deep sleep. And he answered in a very matter-of-the-fact voice, I could hear my mommy screaming, but I could not find her until the old lady showed me the way back home. How old is this kid supposed to be? Four. Or no, I'm sorry. No, no. The youngest kid, the younger brother who was telling this story was four. So that means his brother was like 16. Oh, wow. Okay. Weird. Yeah. I like that. Old lady bringing him back. back. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. You know what that makes me think of? What? Have you ever seen... um, Oh, Insidious. Insidious. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Insidious. I was not for those. No. No? No, I didn't watch any of them. There's a big, uh, apparently a big universe to it, though. I guess that encompasses Annabelle, too. Yeah, I think so. But that's what it reminds me of, because of, like, person in Dreamland bringing him back. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Creepy. Mm-hmm. I've uh, got one specifically for you. Oh, oh you handpicked it just for me? No, I didn't handpick it, but it, but it, it, well, it was just, let me just, let me just read it. All right. This one's scary. A little bit. There was no pearly gate. The only reason I knew I was in a cave 
was because I had just passed the entrance. The rock wall rose behind me with no ceiling in sight. I knew this was it. This was what religion had talked about, what man feared. I had just entered the gate to hell. I felt the presence of the cave as if it was a living, breathing creature. The stench of rotten flesh overwhelmed me. And there was a voice. It came from inside and all around. Welcome. Who are you, I asked, trying to keep my composure. You know, the thing answered. I did know. You're the devil, I stuttered, quickly losing my composure. Why me? I've lived as good a life as I could. The silence took over the space as my words died out. It seemed like an hour went by before the response came. What did you expect? The voice was penetrating, but patient. I don't know. I never really believed any of this, I uttered. Is that why I'm here? Silence. I continued. They say the greatest trick you ever pulled was convincing the world you don't exist. No. The greatest trick I ever pulled was convincing the world that there is an alternative. There is no God, I shivered. The cave trembled with the words, I am God. That was it? That was it. That's just a sad thought. It's just That's a sad a... thought. <laughs> it's just a sad thought. We don't even have to put that one in there. No, no, I mean, we can keep it in there. I'm just That's just a sad thought. It is. I don't I don't subscribe to that, but No. 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 You're not going to click the click the little subscribe button? No. Okay. Let's keep scrolling past. That's Yeah. I know that one's just depressing, really. Yeah, that's just one. I don't really even know why that's in here. It's really not like a scary you were story. In, it's just a, you were emotional and you were in a moment. All right. All right. Let's see if I can finish this strong. Hold on. First, first, what do we what do we what do we give oh, that man. one? What do we give that squatch? Yeah, because it just made you sad. It did. It did. I'm sorry, okay? No, it's okay. Jordan okay. making... You got one to bring it back? Ah, we'll find out. I don't remember. I haven't read this in a week. <laughs> okay. <laughs> when I was 16, I opened my blinds late at night with the lights off to someone's face pressed up against the window. <laughs> he is coming in hot. Jesus. Coming in what? hot. I was in the deep suburb where we had one street light in our cul-de-sac, and it was pitch black outside. I couldn't move or say anything. It was just a pale man's face pressed into the glass, staring in. It's almost like he wasn't even really looking at anything until I opened the blinds. My heart stopped. I tried to scream, but I choked in my own terror. I could hardly see anything. I couldn't even tell if we were making eye contact. My eyes adjusted, and I could finally make out his face somewhat. I felt icy needles shoot through my heart, a kind of pain that's hard to describe. His eyes got wide, and he grinned as though he sensed my fear. I could see the whites of his eyes, two feet away from my own. He had very dark lips. I could barely make out his teeth, locked in the widest grin I've seen. He must have been on drugs, because his expression was absolutely insane, and he was not blinking or moving, just locking his eyes to mine. The way his face was pressed up against the glass made it look like he had no nose. It was just sickening. I jolted out of my room to wake my parents, but took one look back. He was still there, grinning and wide-eyed. We called the cops and huddled in the kitchen with knives, the pitch-black darkness hearing nothing. The silence was the worst part. I wish I could hear something, but all I heard was the pounding of my heart. Even the sound of this predator smashing through the window would have been less terrifying. The cops came within ten minutes, although it felt like hours. When it got lighter, the cops did a search and found an obvious face print on the window. There were also face prints on other windows in the backyard side of my house, into my parents' room, and into our kitchen. Who knows how long he was out there. 
They also found pistachio shells all over the deck where the windows faced out. He was walking back and forth from the windows, eating pistachios, watching us. There was a small patch of woods behind our backyard. They suggested he ran through there for us to think about putting up a fence. I never opened the blind since, even after moving onto the 20th floor condo. So this is a real-life story. Some true crime. Oh, God. True almost crime. Who's fucking eating pistachios and smushing their faces up against windows in the middle of the night? You don't do that on a Saturday? No! Uh, <laughs> good God, at least get yourself some almonds or something. Something less work. Corn nuts, I don't know. Uh, God, pistachio shells. He just had to leave, he had to leave a trail. Right? I, you, to be, the face sure prints weren't good. enough? Good God. There's a lot of shuddering going on over on Jordan's side of the table. But but how do you, how do you, how do you feel overall with this one? Oh, I like that one a lot, especially yeah. since it's real, like real stuff. Like, I don't play with that. We got we got a winner. We got a winner. That's a, that's a good one. I feel like I'm catching up with. They never with, caught the guy though, and they just suggested they put up a fence. Right? They're like, yeah, you might not want to just let people walk into your backyard from the woods. Just, yeah, great. great but I mean, what are you what are you gonna do? Thanks, you, this is the CSI. We can't face scan the window and. Oh yeah, this is Bob Trachis around the corner. Lives on Thirty Second and Twelfth Street. Like. I know, but I mean, I would almost say nothing. Like, like that's not reassuring. Yeah, put up a fence. Maybe the guy, maybe the psycho who's smushing his face against your window eating pistachios won't come back. <laughs> At least make it harder for him. I suppose so, yeah. Get that's, some barbed wire up there or something. This is like why we have locks on a door. Like, <laughs> at least try. And did they, were, did they say that they were, they said that they were all huddled in the kitchen in the pitch black? They didn't turn any of the lights on? I know. I thought about that too. The only reason I could think of why you wouldn't is because, like, like right now, like when you look outside, you just see reflection back. That's true. If you have lights on, but I agree. I would turn all the lights on and open all the windows. I so I'd rather not see that anything. Well, right I just there. want people to be able to see inside my house. So if something weird is happening, yeah. Because let's be real. When you're driving down the street and people got their windows wide open and the t- you can see like the TV going, mm-hmm. you, you look and see what they're watching. Oh yeah. You want to know what they're seeing. Yeah, you see a creepy dude standing outside of their window, smooshing his face in, and just like chomping pistachios at the same time. You know, it sums up. Make something up. A little bit of a deterrent. A little bit of a deterrent. Went out with a bang on that one. That was a good one. Thank you. Thank you. Had to do a little catch up. Mm-hmm. Speaking of catch up, pass that catch up. Trying to have some some of these hot dogs that you just whipped up at the campfire. Yeah, I we're, gotta get that mustard. I need that mustard. We're getting toward the end of our little trip here in in in, in Yosemite. We got one more, one more, one more night, one more night, one more night, and then, and then we're back in Sacramento. Jordan, Jordan, what do the listeners need to know? What haven't I told them yet? Well, they need to hit us up at creepycampfirepodcast at gmail dot com. That's for sure. I mean, if they want to send us anything, you know, just, just guys, just, just anything, just send us a st- like again. These, these small, these shorter stories, we love. I mean, no matter, no matter the length, we'll, we'll read them out, no matter what you give us. Um, within reason. But the more we get that real stuff, the more we get your experiences, maybe stuff that you've gone through or something that you've heard of, that's what we really, like, that's gold. That's gold for us. That's what we want to talk about. You know, not having to read a transcript of whatever happened or... I mean, I guess that's what... The, as interesting as they might be. Yes. But what? where, where can they reach us at? creepycampfirepodcast.gmail.com Well, I'm sorry, what was that? Creepy Campfire Podcast at gmail.com. That's the place. That's the place. All right. They could also leave us a like, 
you know, maybe do a, a, you know, give us a little five star on whatever you're listening to us on uh, iTunes, mm-hmm. that little purple icon on the uh, on the Androids, whatever you got going there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, wherever you listen to your to your podcasts, your tunes. That's right. Give us a like. Give us a you know, maybe subscribe if you if you, if you feel so inclined. Mm-hmm. Whatever they're rating you, whether it's thumbs up, big toes, I don't know. Big toes, big yeah. toes, you big know, five toes. big toes, no I- pinky toes, big toes. <laughs> yeah, I call it a pinky toe. Um. Yeah. That's, that's that rounds that rounds out here. That uh, does. That does. So we're gonna get nestled here. We we finished off our hot dogs. I think we've got a little tent hobbled together for Squatch, so he can have his own sleeping space. And I think we're gonna call it a night. We'll finish strong tomorrow. We got one more in us. So, until next time, everybody. Stay, stay toasty. toasty.